welcome to episode 125 of the local meta my name is fletcher and i'm john john how, how are you doing i am doing all right it's a nice little sunday sunday evening yeah different different day to record here and stuff because of all people you had to go out of town but yeah i actually like had a life this weekend this kind of unusual <laughs> it's very unusual uh, uh yeah, went down to Albert Lee to visit my girlfriend's sister and brother-in-law. Serious business. Yeah, well, because I'd met them once before. Yep. And we played a board game called Codenames, and then me and those two played EDH. <laughs> nice. And so they're like, have them bring down stuff. We'll play Magic. It'll be awesome and great. So, for uh-huh. an example of what I brought down with me, yep. I brought down my backpack... Yep. With my trade binder, (laughs) because there's a chance that other people would be there. Mm -hmm. My playmat, obviously. And eight EDH decks. (laughs) You're just like, all right, let's do this. Yep. And then I I also brought my 4,000 count box that holds all of my booster packs. Oh, jeez. For like... Like my my rare old booster packs. Yeah, I know. Because I'm like, well, maybe we can do a chaos draft, right? Chaos drafts yeah. are sweet. I like reasons to do chaos drafts. Yep. I use none of it. Oh, uh-huh. <laughs> that's like super bittersweet for me because it's like, it's sad that you didn't get to crack them open and do things with them, but it's also like exciting because that means I have a chance of still doing it. Yeah. Like, well, like my biggest regret was the fact that I carried it all down there because like that shit is heavy. Yeah, and like, also expensive, and yeah. Yeah, like, well, I'm like, my backpack was heavy. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, I know. My backpack was also ridiculously expensive. Yeah, but you're also used to destroying your body with that and, like, just having it around you. It's just something yeah. that, like, you're used to. Yeah, that's slightly different than, you know, the booster, or, like, the box full of booster packs going all the way back to, like, Homelands and shit, right? Yeah, right. Not saying Homelands is expensive, but I got a lot of old ass booster packs. Yeah, it goes there. it goes back always. <laughs> but it did lead to an actual interesting um, thing where, like, you know, I, I just showed Brian and uh, his wife the booster packs I had. I'm like, I'm like, you know, this is a possible option for us because they said we could possibly draft Amonkhet, and my yeah. response was, "You realize Amonkhet is a shit set, right?" <laughs> For, it's it's a shit draft format. It is. I don't think it's actually as bad no. as a lot of people think it is. The problem is it was more of the same from Kaladesh. Yeah. And it didn't have a lot of the sweet shit you can do in Kaladesh. It was exactly, very, very yeah. one-dimensional. It was like, turn it sideways. Yeah, like, like, as a standalone set, it probably would have been fine. Yeah. But where it came in the chronological order of sets was really bad for it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, you know, I'm, like, showing off, like, the packs I got, and I'm, like, so, you know, we got, like, Fallen Empires and Homeland, so obviously if anyone did that in the cast draft, they'd get to crack both, because it yep. has to make a full booster pack. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're showing stuff, and he, so he's like, well, I have some stuff to show you, so we go up into his office, yep. and he just has a closet full of, like, bulk. Like, I thought I had a lot of bulk. He has a lot of bulk. Somebody impressed is, you with their bulk? He did. And the thing is, all of his stuff is in bulk. Like, he reached into a box just to see what was in there, and mm-hmm. he pulled out three Badlands, five Reanimates, and four Lotus Petals. Jesus Christ. Just sitting in a box. 
in his and office. Like, and you're like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, no. And he's like, yeah, I have no idea how many Lotus Petals I own. Because, you know, back then it was a common, so I just opened a shit ton of them. I'm just like, oh, dear God. I'll buy I'll buy one of those boxes from him at bulk rate. <laughs> <laughs> well, fun thing is, like, he was actually saying, like, man, I should sell some of this stuff. And I'm like, dude, if you decide to actually go buy list, hit me up. Yeah, like, no shit, too. Like, let me know what you're buy listing. I will let you know what I'll buy. Yeah, because I'm, uh, I'd be willing to like probably pick up some sets of stuff that I need, <laughs> like especially but, at buy list prices, right? Yeah, it's exactly. Because like, that's what he did when he sold his dual lands. He just sold buy list to SCG. Oh my god! Like he just like he just buy list to SCG for his half of the wedding costs. And it's, oh my god! Uh, and like he's just like he's like saying, you know, I'll probably like need to sell some of the stuff. Like looking at the the badlands, like I will buy the shit out of those badlands. Yeah, like, it's like I will buy the shit out of any of those like, things. Like I need, I need two more badlands. I think to finish my set, I'll, I'll me man. It's like uh, you want to, you want to ship I'll some. I'll buy re- them too. Yeah, <laughs> you want to ship some reanimates? I'll, I need some for EDH purposes. Yeah, lotus petals. Like I will. If he, I'm like, I, if need, he ever, I need to set a Lotus Petals just to have them. Yeah. So I'm just like, hey, if you ever want to sell this stuff, hit me up. Because yeah, like, I will use them. <laughs> yeah. And you're not and, shipping them off to some nameless corporation. Yeah. Right? And you know somebody who will use them too, who will buy them from you. <laughs> Absolutely. So that would even us up like, really quick. <laughs> would. <laughs> if I went ham on his stuff, you'd probably be in debt to me again. Oh, yeah. I would. <laughs> so. But. No, oh, that's a friggin' party. Oh, that's not even like the best part, though. Oh, <laughs> so he pulls out this brown bag, mm-hmm. like not like san- like lunch size bag, but slightly bigger, right? Yeah, okay. And he starts pulling out like booster packs, booster packs of stuff, because he's yeah. every time he opens a box, he takes one or two packs and tosses them in the bag. Yep, this is what he does. So mm-hmm. he's like, you know, you got some Kaladesh, You're like, oh, we got some some uh, World Wake and some Eventide, and like. Oh, here it is. Shows me an unopened pack of Legends. Oh my god. <laughs> he bought two online. He went to buy one for $35. Yes. He got two on accident. The guy let oh him god. keep it. Best accident ever. So he decided to open one since that's the one he bought. Yep. And he got some bulk bulk rare. No idea what yeah. it is. He's like, I'm just going to not open the other one. And it's just been sitting in a bag for like god knows how long i think he yeah. said like five or seven years or some shit like how much is that pack of legends worth uh i actually want to know let's see let's see. <laughs> booster pack google do your thing uh anywhere from 500 to 700 dollars jesus christ oh my gosh so yeah that's a thing. I looked at him like I wonder if I could trade him stuff for that. Like <laughs> I'm like I'm like how many masterpieces would I have to give up for that? And I don't even like I don't think he's into like masterpieces stuff anyways. So yeah, the answer I couldn't get it was like man that would be like the literal centerpiece of my collection. Yeah. So just just for reference to Legends Booster Pack on a uh, uh, Channel Fireball, if yep. you wanted to buy it. By the way, out of stock. Yep. Uh, Five hundred dollars. All right. <laughs> yeah, TCG player had one listed at seven. So, yeah, five hundred dollar unopened Legends booster pack sitting in a bag with Dominaria booster packs. 
Which Dominary boost packs are going to be worth something in a while. Just give them time. Like, I know they will, because that set was gassed, right? That set was gas and a half. It's like trying to find M13 packs. Yeah. Really hard to find. Mm -hmm. Of course, I have my three still sitting, so... Oh, man. I want to just freaking... Uh, we need to organize a chaos draft. We do. All right. So, yeah. I, I didn't even touch the pack. Like, I would not... I didn't even, like, reach for it to try and touch it. He's just like, here you go. Legends! I'm just like... <laughs> I need to change my pants. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, I was unreasonably excited. Like, he has, like, a full set of Tempest and a bunch of other stuff just from, like, collection purposes. <laughs> like, I, I legit think his collection dwarfs my collection in value of yep. shit he doesn't know about. That's absurd. <laughs> and, like, like... I just like sorting cards, too. So, like, I'm just, like, that's just, like, a dream for me. <laughs> yeah. All you gotta do is drive four and a half hours to Albert Lee. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> like tempting. Tempting. Actually yep. tempting. Yep. <laughs> uh, but well, that's a that's a party. Yeah. Oh. Huh. Uh, so you had you had some stuff that you wanted to talk about this week, I think. But actually, I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna preempt you with some some other topic I want to talk about. Bring it on. I, so I sent you a message actually about this. And I'm uh about doing bath time? Yes, that too. <laughs> it, was, it was not my bath time. Um but we had talked earlier in the week about this. Um sorry, I just was like I just looked up at the Discord of the conversations we had about that stuff and I just got a <laughs> the conversation I see is the smaller one, nine inches maybe, and my mind went to the exact wrong place, and I don't know why. Um, <laughs> which we were talking about boogie boards, but um, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I don't know why. Like the writing utensil boogie boards yes. for those who don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, <laughs> sorry. Um, so uh, they made a, they made an announcement on the wizard site, and I'm mad, um, which usually doesn't happen. Yep. That um uh, they actually rolled they actually walked back their thing on uh the historic cards. They're now gonna be they're yes. now gonna be one for one. Yes. Which is not the thing I'm mad about. No. <laughs> um the thing I am slightly like kind of eh about is that they're not sure if they're gonna include other cards into the format. Yep. Which I feel like everyone who doesn't want that is short sighted. Yes and no. Yes. If you I mean, want I, to, if you want to play modern, you want those cards in there. I agree with that, but the thing is, I don't want historic to be modern. That's just me personally. I don't want it to be modern. Right? I also I want, don't want to have to brew another format. To some, actually, that's a lie. Yeah, that is an absolute. That's, a, that's lie. actually a goddamn lie. Okay, brewing so is like one of like, the few things we're good at together. Yeah. <laughs> That and saying offensive things. Yeah, um, we're really good at that. Yeah, I know we could like go into politics. Um, <laughs> but so the thing I'm really mad about is that part of the thing about you know, as somebody said, it's like it's a free to play game. If you get value somewhere, you, they have to take value somewhere else. Mm. And the place they took value this time is is that historic games will not count for your daily wins. Yes, the the always on cue of historic. The events still will. Which yep. I am like, that just upset me more than anything. Because the whole point of having Historic was so I could play other formats aside from, you know, like, do my daily wins, get my draft stuff, 
play that. Yeah. And like now I like I'm not like pissed that I have to play standard by any means, but it's like I don't want to. <laughs> you know, like I would I would far rather play historic to grind up my daily wins and my quests. Like honestly, that change is a that is a massive change, right? Like there, yeah. I disagree with that heavily. I would rather pay two wild cards per one card than than lose that. As ridiculous as that sounds. Yeah, like I'm honestly like I didn't like the two wild cards for one thing, but I was I mean, kind of like whatever about it. That's where I was. I was like whatever. I'm like, would I like it one to one? Of course, but I don't yeah. think I didn't think it was like as friggin' you know rabies inducing as everyone else thought it was. Yeah, and like I'm someone who I put so much money into every new set. I already own most of everything I need from the set, anyways. Right? Like the odds are, if I need yeah. a card, I'm going to have it. And like, I'm the that's... exact opposite. I don't put that much money into sets, and I still don't think it's a problem. Yeah. So like, it's kind of like whatever. Yeah. This did lead to a really, really interesting little like pseudo Twitter shit show, mm-hmm. where apparently an ex Wizards employee. I don't remember who he is, but he actually was like relatively big name. Uh, he put out a tweet saying how on at least two occasions when I worked for Watsi, we would specifically draw up two different plans for something mm-hmm. for a release. And we would release the one that we figured would go over very, very poorly. And then after about a week or so, if it went poorly as we expected, we would release the other one. Yeah. <laughs> Which led to a whole, like, Watsi's only doing this stuff to try and, you know, to show that they're only doing it wrong the first time to show that they can do it right the second time for praise and yada yada. Like, yeah. Which is like semi kind of scummy, but at the same time, I really don't give a shit. Like, like <laughs> it, it's kind of scummy, but like also here's the thing too, that like, so suppose they drop two plans and one is one, one they're like, this is probably going to go over like a turd in a bowl of soup. Yep. And then the other one is like the the plant like the plant that we're here now. So here's what would happen. So imagine they're announcing historic, and they release the plan that um, is that they're going to right now. People are gonna freak out exactly the same way that they did with the terrible ass plan. Yeah, most likely, I don't they, think it would be as loud, but yeah, no, it would be just as loud. They'd be. Like, It'd be like me, like me being mad. What? I'm not going to get my my daily wins from this? This is bullshit. You need to give us our, our goddamn daily wins. And people would be freaking the hell out. So by doing this, they actually just save themselves effort and gain on it. Like, it is... Like, is it scummy? Uh, whatever. I don't care, honestly. Like, Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I am, uh, you know, the morality of it, whatever. Argue that however you want. But, like, is it practical? Yeah, kind of is in a weird way. That's because the Magic thing, players right? Are complain like, about everything. That's the entire thing. Is like it's I I think it's scummy, but at the same time, it's like all right, that's kind of just good business. Yeah, like, like preemptively make them mad, so when you actually do something that might make them mad, they're not as mad. Like yeah, like it's and like the ridiculous thing is, is that you can't give them enough to make them happy. Nope. Like, literally at work, when I'm doing certain things, there's certain people I know where I have to, like, like, do the exact same thing. 
like a lot of people I don't, I can be pretty upfront with, but there's some, some groups of people where I have to like super either like undersell something like, or be like, no, nah, I don't think we really can do that. Even though it's like in my head, I'm like, yeah, we probably could, but eh, it, it would be like, if I give them this, it's going to be a pain in the, like, they're going to want more kind of thing uh-huh. and not be happy with it. And so like, I'll do that exact same thing and you walk it back. But yeah, so I can kind of like get what they're doing because it's just, I don't know, like people are assholes. <laughs> yeah. And the thing, the reason why, like the internet all is like, oh, this is super scummy. It's like you made them have to do this by being entitled pricks. Yeah. Like there's a lot so... of truth to that. It's like, <laughs> like you've been that big of assholes constantly. So like this is the world we live in now and you're the reason we can't yeah. have nice things. Uh, these invocations they printed are shit. They all look terrible. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I'm like, sorry, Watsy decided to put extra $20 bills in your $4 magic packs. I know, right? <laughs> like, Invocations look so bad. They're just like the worst. I'm like, Have you actually seen one up close? No, they just look bad. It's like, f*** you. Yeah. <laughs> Someone who has a lot of invocations. And granted... They're double sleeved in matte sleeves because that's all I ever buy is matte sleeves. Mm-hmm. They don't look as shiny, but yep. I tell you what: before I put every single one of those things inside of a sleeve, they looked gorgeous. Yeah, could they have been done better? Yeah, the art could have been bigger. You know, make it pop more. But screw you, they look awesome. Yeah, you give, you give a magic player a bar of gold and they'll complain about the weight. <laughs> but uh, whatever. I wish someone give me a bar of gold. Right. I was going to say, I wish somebody would give me a bar of gold, but I got dual lands. That's basically a bar of gold. Someone did give you a bar of gold. All right. So, okay. My my seething rage is over now. So, all right. Yeah, you wanted to talk about something cheery or something. (laughs) So, I had a relatively interesting weekend. You know, like I said, we, uh, I went down and, like, the main connection point between me, her sister, and her sister's husband is magic. They play magic. They play D anD D. Like they're just gamers in general, right? That's what they're, they do. They're our kind of people. Yeah, they're our kind of people. Like, so you know, that's like our connection point. So like, we immediately have just a really good way of like getting along. <laughs> Somewhat side note: I literally had like a five minute conversation with Brian, the husband, mm-hmm. about boxes. About boxes. About boxes. He works for a. Um, I think he works for, it might be for Hormel or his company works for Hormel mm-hmm. where they make boxes and like customers will show up to him and they'll ask for like um, specific like boxes, designs and stuff for him to make. And like they'll either mass produce them or make them on a small scale or whatever. Mm-hmm. So whenever he is like slow time and downtime at work, he designs boxes to hold his board games. That is awesome. They are perfectly designed. Like it, like this, this is going to sound kind of weird. This guy has a ridiculous talent for designing boxes. I mean, you need people with ridiculous talents for ridiculous things and stuff. Yeah. (laughs) Like, cause let's be completely real. The boxes that most board games come in are shit. Yes, they absolutely 100 million percent are. And if he was like, I'm going to sell third party boxes for board games, I would buy them. (laughs) I was literally talking to him about that. I'm like, man, if it wasn't for the fact that there's no way in hell that your company would let you use company property for a side job, you could make bank off this shit. 
Because, like, he shows me a box he made for terraforming Mars, and everything literally fits perfect. It is freakish. Like, Like, they show me a they show me their box for um, uh, Eldritor, like the world size version of Arkham Horror. And it's like everything once it's in the box is just a perfectly flat flat surface. Oh it my is God. Stop talking dirty to me. It is the most beautiful thing ever. And like we start talking about keep keeping um how like you know you keep a lot of your board games in tackle boxes, but tackle boxes don't store necessarily that yeah, well because they like, tend to I be rounded dis- and keep, shit. I keep dissent in that because it's got so many friggin' pieces. Yeah, but it's like it's like, man, like if you could do this, you would make freakish bank. But obviously yeah. you can't, but it's like yeah, I literally <laughs> uh. My girlfriend laughed at me. She's like, "You guys are just sitting there talking about boxes." I'm like, "Yeah, we're. What about it? Like, <laughs> he has the ability to make the perfect accessories for a large part of my personal lifestyle. It's just awesome." Yeah, like that's uh, that is like that is something that I really wish. Like, maybe it is a market or something like that. But like, either like plastic containers or boxes and stuff for games, like. Yeah, that that looked decent and stuff. Cause like, man, some of it really sucks to store. Oh yeah, and these were high quality boxes too. Yeah, like, I'm guessing it's not like you know stuff well, that disintegrates in six seconds. He literally works for a professional box making company, so of yeah. course they look gas, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, so I just thought that was sweet. I had to point that out that we we pseudo bonded over boxes of all things. <laughs> Doesn't take much, right? No. All right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> But, uh, so we decide, you know, like, all my girlfriend cares about is that we basically went down there. And yeah. she's more interested in, in the fact, since I came with, she wants, like, us to do things as a group where, like, as a whole, the gr- group is going to be having a lot of fun, and she's less worried about it. Yeah. Which I kind of disagree with on her part. Like, at one point, I said, like, there was, like, a horse show going on down there, and she- She's a horse person. She owns yeah. horses, trains horses, takes care of horses, all that shit. I'm like, yeah. well, we should go there. And she's like, I don't want to imp- like impose you guys. Like, we should go anyways. Like, I'm fine with it. Everyone else is fine with it. We didn't go because she wasn't fine with it. Whatever. It's like, yeah. <laughs> like, you don't want to be completely like that. Like, you know. Yeah. Like... <laughs> but, okay. So, so, but we wound up going to um, two different gaming stores. We went to one yesterday and one today. Mm-hmm. Which was super interesting because, you know, as as talked about multiple, previously, I don't go to a lot of different gaming stores. Yeah, yeah. I really like my personal LGS. I'm okay with the other ones that are in the general area, but they're not where I'm going to go and play games. Yeah. But it's really interesting to get, like, that outside perspective on, like, other stores and all that stuff. So, mm-hmm. so we went to the first one, which is actually in Mason City, Iowa. Oh, gosh. I don't remember what it's called because I'm terrible at names. Okay. I, I went there yesterday. Of course, I'm not going to remember 24 hours later. I mean, yeah, that was like forever ago. Why would you <laughs> ever do that, you friggin' goober? <laughs> <laughs> so I, it's the only store in Mason City, Iowa. It's impossible to miss. So. Uh, probably, I mean, I'm, I'm sure it's Iowa. So you mean the only store in that <laughs> entire city. Not the only game store. Just the only store. There's nothing else except for like two houses and a road sign. And corn. <laughs> Sorry, I just gotta like throw some shade at Iowa. Uh, we so we love you, Iowa. Don't change. This is the this is the most mind boggling thing about Iowa. There wasn't even a sign that said "now entering Iowa." They didn't I mean, even have that. We're just in Iowa at one point. 
Like, there's, of course, a sign saying, welcome to Minnesota. Nothing for entering Iowa. It's just like, yep. Well, they don't want to warn now. you because they know you'll leave. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Hey, could, could could be Milwaukee. Yeah, Wilman's originally from Iowa. <laughs> yeah, I know. He doesn't also, listen, and if he did, I'd say this stuff to his face. So. Also, I'm really, I always forget that Iowa's literally our southern border. I always yeah. think it's like two states down. Like, that's just me. It's like, I, I don't know. know. I mean, nobody thinks about it. No. <laughs> we'll just be honest. Okay. So, <laughs> we go to the store in Iowa. Yep. And... The fir- at first, it just looks like this small little store. It has a massive back room, but it takes a long time to get into that back room. So, like, do you have to like, I- bribe people or what? <laughs> <laughs> no. So, like, the front is um, there's a bunch of just collectible figurines. And honestly, if it hadn't been like the literal first store we went to, I probably would have spent way too much money on Joker stuff. Because oh, I just I collect Joker stuff. He had some sweet ass Joker shit, right? Like, not not I'm gonna drive all the way to Iowa just to buy this shit, but yeah. sweet stuff. <laughs> like just all those things. Like I spend like a good 15, 20 minutes just looking at all the different figurines in the front. Like he has mm-hmm. old stuff. He has like a manga section, and up above the manga section, he has like the anime anime uh, waifu dolls. Like oh, the God. small little ones you put on your desk, and I show my girlfriend a boy. She's like, "What is that?" I'm like, "That is a waifu doll." And I point at the ninety dollar price tag at the top of one of them, and she's like, "What the hell?" Like the most expensive Joker thing I looked at was forty dollars, and it was like twelve feet tall. Oh my God! <laughs> and like these waifu dolls were twice the price for like five to six inches it was ridiculous well the thing is is that we've come to a point in our history where like people who like stuff like joker stuff actually like can lead productive lives Uh, we still haven't hit that with people who want waifu dolls so (laughs) they just have tons of disposable income yeah (laughs) so (laughs) sorry that was just like really like mean but you're also not that wrong So while I'm there, they're they're trying to launch a sealed event M20 using pre-release packs. Okay. They currently have eight people, and um, the the sister, the brother-in-law, asked me if I want to join the events. And my immediate thought was like, "Well, what's my girlfriend going to do?" And sh- she's like, oh, "I'm fine just standing around while you guys do your thing." And I'm just like, "There was exactly eight people already signed up for the events." So mm-hmm. we would have made 11. I'm like, suddenly she's standing around for five hours. I don't want to make her do that, right? <laughs> so I'm just like, I don't think we should, you know? You're like, as much as I want to. like As much as I would love to do a sealed event and just crush these random southern Minnesotans, <laughs> I, fe- I care more about the well-being of my girlfriend. So Like, you should, <laughs> you should have her listen to this. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Make ever realize how terrible of a person I am to other people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's like he is not terrible to you. This me. <laughs> Sorry. This is you're not really that wrong. Oh, I know. <laughs> I've known you long enough, man. So we instead they we they just offer to sell us the pre-release packs. So it's like we we buy three. Uh, 
her sister actually convinces her to also get one, but her the uh the sister and brother-in-law pay for all of our all of our pre-release packs. They're uh, twenty five bucks a pop instead of the normal thirty they sell them for in the case. So it's like we decide we're going to introduce my girlfriend to magic through those pre-release things. Okay, cool. So, but all this happens while I'm still in the front half of the store. Okay. So I make my way to the second room of the store, and this is all like board games and figurines and shit. Yeah. And it also looks awesome. Like, I'm looking at like the official D and D release for Bahamut and Tiamat, which are both ninety dollar figurines. And I'm just yeah. like, man, I really want those. Uh, yeah, I know. I remember um, uh, D had that dragon one that's not for sale, and you're just like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's like, like, I don't. I don't know why I am obsessed with buying figurines I'll do nothing with, but I am. Like, I mean, if I had shelving units, they would be covered in figurines. It is a mild obsession of mine. <laughs> like, that's yeah. honestly the real reason why I'm probably into 40K. Probably, is because actually. The, like, they just look so awesome. Oh, yeah, definitely. So then, like, I make my way out of, like, the tabletop RPG room after, like, you know... Or, like, the tabletop board games room after, like, another ten minutes. And, like, I find a bookshelf. Mm-hmm. And they have a beat-to-shit copy of Artifacts Volume 2, which is... It's the... It has three stories that follow the Brothers' War. Oh, and really? I've read I've read Artifacts Version 1. Mm-hmm. And I've been hunting for Artifacts Version 2. But, the, like, that version 2 the cheapest i've seen it online is going for like 50 to 100 dollars which is ridiculous and they have like this beat to shit copy looks utterly horrendous and they're selling it for 30 and i can't quite bring, bring myself to buy a book in that condition for only 30 dollars like if it was like an rpg book beat to that condition for 30 dollars i would have snapped it up but not like an actual paperback <laughs> reading book right like i don't know if that is like a condemnation of us or like what it is because i kind of hear you totally yeah it's like there, I, is, there is one book i would buy a beat a shit copy of if if i ever found it because i don't know if it actually exists <laughs> but is is that the the only written in a foreign language Earthon? Yeah, it's, it's it would be an english version of little treasures yeah which i don't think exists because i think it was only published in like french or german yeah but yeah so okay it's it's funny that i know you so well that i immediately know what you're talking about right yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah so then i finally make my way back into the magic room Mm -hmm. and you know they got a bunch of like people sitting there playing magic and like i'm looking around like yeah i'm pretty sure i can beat all these people (laughs) (laughs) smug ass i absolutely am uh they have an entire wall like think your living room wall yep. entirely of shelves full of binders with like bulk commons and uncommons in them <laughs> sick i don't have the patience to go through it like they're all the binders are labeled what sets they are and i can't think of any like commons or uncommons from like way back when that i care about so i'm like yeah. i don't have the patience to go through this they have a ridiculously tiny case actually that doesn't have much in it but I bought a Tezzeret Agent of Bolus, so now I own two. And I bought three Gaddictigs to bring my total up to four. So There you go. I also bought the uh, the official Ultra Pro released um, Is It Sleeves, because they actually had some in stock. Which oh, there you is go. Hard to come by. 
So I bought one of those. I don't think I'm ever going to use them. I just have them. Because maybe I'll find, maybe at on, some point I'll build like a Niv Mizzet EDH deck, huh. and that's what I'll sleep them in. But you, you got to be on brand, right, man? Yeah. So like, my main thing about going to any gaming store is like I just like to compare it to local stores, right? Like, yeah, because that's what we understand, right? Yeah, like you got you gotta like build up a thing for it. Like, I loved the size of this building. It was. Mm-hmm. It's probably the same size as Dungeon's End without mm-hmm. all the extra walls. Okay, yeah. Which means but, like, there Dungeon's is, End is very labyrinthy. It is. So like if you knock out the walls, Dungeon's End would be massive. Yeah, it would be much like, bigger. But I mean Dungeon's End is still a really big store though, yeah, yeah, which is yeah, nice, like, not, right? You know, not shit on it by any means. It's just like I'm, I'm not gonna lie, I was very unimpressed by their selection of available singles and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I'm guessing that is because of that's just what their community does. Mm-hmm. From what I've heard, they do a lot of drafts there. They don't really do like a lot of constructed formats. Oh, okay. Like EDH and limited are like the two things that usually happen there. So okay. I'm not terribly surprised by the super limited availability of singles. Yeah. Whereas like Dungeon's End is very much standard and modern. Yes. Um. I liked, like, they just had, I, I really, really, really liked the fact that someone took the time to put all of the, um, they, they took the time to, like, actually sort and organize in binders all, like, the old commons and uncommons. Yeah. Which is an honest-to-God godsend of a thing, like. John, here's I, the deal. You know if I, if, if I worked at a game store, that would be me. I know that you would do it and it would be amazing. And like, I honestly think that if more stores did that, it would benefit them. Yeah. I truly do believe that, but obviously it is a massive time sink. Yeah. It takes a lot of time and effort and stuff like that. And like part of the reason I do, you know, I do my stuff like that is because it's a hobby for me. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm, and I'm, but like once you get it done, it's obviously very, very easy to keep it there. Right. Yeah, You just have to is the thing. And that's what people have problems with too. Yeah. But honestly, that was like truly amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the biggest downside I had for this game store is it seemed like I was there with two very big regulars of the place, right? Yep. Like um, the owner knew the sister's name. He d- he didn't know the husband's name, but that's because the husband was always there with another friend of his. So he knew what he knew both of their names. He didn't know which one was which. Oh, hey, it's your friend. Yeah. Yeah. Which is hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Like. Huh. So, like, I'm there with people who obviously know stuff, but and, like the one I'm assuming he was an employee, like who was kind of on duty also because he actually was I think he was number eight in the sealed event. Okay. Um, he asked if we wanted to play, and he seemed like he was really, really like annoyed when we said no. Oh. Which I understand because more people playing, the better it is. Yeah. And apparently, like they were saying, how he's someone who doesn't really have like much else going on. So, like for him, if his entire day was spent doing that sealed event, he would be happy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> As to where you know we're like we want to do other things because we're not there just for that. Yeah. For obvious reasons. Mm-hmm. And it seemed like. Just in general, and you know, I like walked around, like looked at people's stuff. It seems everyone seemed almost like they had no interest in like trying to meet other people. It gave fair me enough. a lot of like the CC vibes. Yeah, fair enough. And that's like, like one of that's one of those things that like I think is actively detrimental for a gaming store. Mm-hmm. Because if you're not like friendly to newer people that come in. 
how are you going to get new people to come in? Right. Like, exactly. Like, and like, I think, honestly, I think that is an area, like from a community perspective, I think that's an area of improvement that, uh, you know, we at dungeons and could do better. Like, I, I don't agree. think we're bad, but I think we could do a lot better. Whereas like when I went to that store in Ashland that one time, like the store owner, like, you know, knew me when I came in. Cause I had t- come and talked to him before that. And, uh-huh. like, knew my name and introduced me to everyone at the store. And, like, you know, once I once I started playing, I got, like, it was a really good vibe with everything. And, like, everyone there was super nice. And, you know, it was it was a, a really good environment, um, you know. And uh, it, it's just weird to see that spectrum, if that makes sense, you know. Yeah. I mean, I agree completely. Like, the Ashland store, the fact that I see that guy once a year, usually, yeah. like, it's going to be two twice a year this time because I went yep. there uh, a couple weeks ago. Like, and he just recognizes me on site. He's like, "Oh, hey, it's you!" You know, like uh-huh. and he knows me as like the guy from Duluth who comes yep. through, and like he knows I'm friends with Tom and yeah. all that stuff. Like, he just knows all these things about me, and he sees me once a year. He just remembers me, and that's it, super awesome. Yeah. Like, like it that helps goes that. a long way. Like, I honestly like if I have an excuse to go to that store again and like do an event or play or whatever like i am going to like yeah. i need half of an excuse like i went and i bought an expensive pack there like not just because i wanted to buy an expensive pack because i'm like like it made me feel want... so good going there yeah like that's 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 just an, i'm sure a large part of why he remembers me is the fact that every time i go there i drop like a hundred to two hundred dollars <laughs> That would be memorable, you know. But I legit think that if I was there for like, and I didn't buy as much, he'd still remember me, right? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. like he just seems like that kind of guy. He understands mm-hmm. the customer service aspect. Yeah. And while the owner of this shop was a really, really friendly guy, and I mm-hmm. liked him, I just got you know, it were there wasn't quite like that initial you walk in the door and you're greeted impact thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, because no. he's just he's sitting in an office doing work or whatever. And he's like an older guy. He's got a cane. He clearly can't just stand behind a counter all day. Yeah, and, and yeah, exactly. Like so like and I will say I, I, I said from a community perspective, I feel like Dungeons and doesn't do that great from a from a store perspective. The, the store itself, I feel like they're very good at that. Yeah, like that's one of their strengths, I feel like. Um, and, you know, I, I've always said before, I, I judge a, I judge a game store on a lot by how they treat people who don't know anything about gaming. And yep. I've always felt like they've treated people who, the, the you know, oh, I need to buy something for my grandson who likes the, likes games like this. What should I get? Kind of thing. Like mm-hmm. they've they've always done really well with that. But okay, yeah, my, my aside, that's so, <laughs> fine. Yeah. So moral of a story, like I'm sure if I went down there and they wanted to do like an F and M type event, I'd probably go to that place. Yeah. I don't think I would want to like go out of my way to go to this place. Yeah. Like if you're hanging out down there and it's like, hey, this is going on, you'd hit it up. Yeah. Like I said, like there is a lot of shit that I want to buy out of that store, but <laughs> the fa- like the thing is, if I'm going to a game store, I want to go for magic stuff, right? And like yeah. I was disappointed in their magic stuff. Yeah. Fair enough. Which. I don't want to think is I don't want to imply is like the most important thing ever, but it's me, right? Like uh, uh, we. Oh, so here's the deal: like we're we have a frame of, you know, that we we focus on. Like we focus on magic in particular. I mean, obviously we're we're looking at the local game store in a little more of a larger aspect to some degree. Mm-hmm. But um, and you know, trying to understand that, like that's where we are. We're you know, but we're magic for the local player. Yes. So like it's. 
you know, we're, fo- we're still focusing on magic. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, I think people should understand the ecosystem of a local game store and like how you integrate with that community and that other things happen aside from magic. That's one of my big things that I like kind of want people to understand too, but like, you know, it's still, we're a magic show. <laughs> yeah. So, so next up, uh, that was, that was that, you know, that was that day. Uh, we, we stopped at a bagel place because for some reason, can I just say I've never understood the whole like, oh my God, this bagel place is great bagels. Bagels are goddamn bagels. Like, I, I do not disagree with you for the most part. Like, I feel like, like bagels, you've heard my food compression thing, right? Like, where like, I believe foods, like, foods have quality ranges. Like, yes. You know, it's like, like the quality range on a steak is massive. Yes. The quality range on a bagel is tiny. I feel like, yeah, it's super, it's like <laughs> the quality, like, I, I always say this and people get mad at me too. Like, I think the quality range on pizza and the quality range on Chinese food is not very big. No. <laughs> Oh, one other thing today. I tried my first ever Chicago-style deep dish, the one with the sauce on top. Oh. Not good for someone who regularly orders their pizza's light sauce. Uh, Yeah, I suppose so. So. And, like, (laughs) so, like, I scrape most of the sauce off it. You know, it's like, I tried the first bite as is. I'm like, all right, a little too saucy for me. I scrape most of the sauce off and ate it. But at that point, once you remove the sauce, pizza is just really, really, really freaking dry. Yes, it is. If you yeah. don't have sauce. So it's like, yeah, I regret this. So I just like ate some of my girlfriend's pizza instead because she's got regular pepperoni. Uh, see, your your weirdness came back to bite you here is what it was. But yeah, well, what no, do you do? Oh, well, what do you do? <laughs> okay. <laughs> it was it was still a good quality pizza. It was actually uh, it was the first time I've eaten green mill pizza. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, it was a green meal from down there. So they just got green meal pizza. I'm like, sure. I'll like, he just said, hey, you want to try a double pepperoni deep dish? I'm like, sure. That sounds great. Like, because I already yeah. eat, like, you know, I already order my pizza, extra pepperoni, and I don't give a shit about the crust, right? As yeah, long as right. it's pepperoni and pizza, I'm fine. I didn't realize until after it was a Chicago style double pepperoni deep dish, mm-hmm. but yeah. Whatevs. Okay. Still, it was still high quality. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, we go back, we play, uh, terraforming mars which is a great game we play a sealed event we get my girlfriend to play what uh, oh, i build m20 yeah gas. yeah yeah so uh she wins a couple games i don't think she wins any matches um fair enough i don't drop a game to anyone sounds accurate yeah what did you what did you build uh, I built blue white flyers. Oh gosh, yeah. My pool was ridiculous. <laughs> you just had the redonkadonk. Well, here's the thing: everyone's pool was ridiculous. Uh-huh. Um, the sister built three different decks instead of building one cohesive, powerful deck. Uh, my girlfriend's deck was actually factually ridiculous. Like she had a Dracuseth and oh. a Chandra oh. and like all this good stuff. The thing is, she was missing some removal, and mm-hmm. obviously, she wasn't quite like the master of like building yeah. up her deck, like playing, lacking, lacking experience, lacking experience, right? Like her deck, yeah. her her like pool was ridiculous. Uh, husband's deck had a Gargos in it. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Had a murder in it. Damn. Yeah, I love my comments. <laughs> and everything you would expect in a deck that's playing Gargos, like. <laughs> So game one, my back is against the wall. Like I'm dying. Like I put on a lot of early pressure. 
But like I'm like, you know, he goes Dracus or he goes Gargos, the Hydra guy, and he just starts like doing his thing. And like I'm like stalling and I was like, oh, how am I going to survive? Yada, yada. I'm like, so I play an Octoprophet and I scry and I have six lands in play and I see plain Safara. I'm just like, all right, this is our game plan. plan. Game plan established. <laughs> I need to survive for two turns. <laughs> uh. So I survive with that game, slam Safara. I proceed to use my Boreal Elemental to permanently block the Gargos because it's indestructible and just win with Safara in the air. Oh my god. It is the most ridiculous thing ever. Uh. And like, game. Game two, I just run him the hell over. Like, he doesn't stand a chance. Like, I curve, like, two drop, three drop, four drop. BP on turn five, yeah. <laughs> I play the blue-white, give all your flyers plus one, plus one, and just turn him sideways. He's out of the game. Like, like I'm like, fun fact, I'm actually a blue-white flyers deck, and I just run him over. I had Safara. I had Dungeon Geist. I had the Lord, as I said. Like, I had so much good shit. Like, I had... uh winged words oh like, yeah i had like pretty close to the nut blue white flyers deck i was just a little weak on removal yeah and, but, ev- and everybody says sealed pools are weak <laughs> yeah here's the thing so Saf- i never got to cast safara for her alternate cost i literally never cast safara until g- the first game of the third round how funny but boy, hey, howdy, hey. She 7-7 seven, seven, flying lifelink. All your other flyers are indestructible is some powerful text. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, I went, I did my old uh, Jeep impression and just ran through that. But it was still a good time. Like, like yeah. uh, Brian does not play magic at a competitive level. He mm-hmm. does not play competitive decks. He doesn't, like, build competitive decks. He's still a good magic player. Yeah, yeah. Like, he, like I... I think he's one of those people that I'm like, if you applied yourself, he would easily, like, easily rival me, if not be better. Yeah. Because, like, he just has a mind for it. Like, mm-hmm. and boxing. You know, that, yeah, that's just not what he does. So, <laughs> fair enough. And, yeah, no shade against him for it. So, made me feel good. Just be like, yeah, I won. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but, uh... All right. Sorry. So, today. We went to Austin, Minnesota, mm-hmm. where a relatively new shop opened. Uh, I believe when I was there, they said that in like a month or two is their one-year opening anniversary. Oh, okay. My first impression of this store was shit. <laughs> uh, they're remodeling. Okay. So, in like, just in general, this store is kind of like sunken into the building. Like, okay. you don't really see it as being there. Like, I was just reading signs as we walked by just out of curiosity. Oh, maybe that's where she's from. Uh, the lady who was working the front counter, uh, the implications I got from her is that she's married to one of, like, either she's, like, partial owner, her husband also owns it and stuff. She had, like, an accent. Mm-hmm. And according to my girlfriend, she didn't have an accent. She had a goddamn accent. There was a Belgian flag hanging outside the building, and I didn't know why. Ah, okay. Because I saw the Belgian flag. I'm like, is that the Belgian flag? And I was trying to see what the flag was for, but the flag was directly outside this, this store. You were able to recognize a Belgian flag? Yeah. It's the black, orange, yellow one, right? I don't, I don't know, man. Belgium. I li- I'm gonna make sure it was I, what I, I think live it was. in. I live in yeah. America. I don't know any foreign countries. No, yeah, it was a it was a Belgian flag. Okay, yeah, I just I just lo- I saw it. I'm like, oh, it's a Belgian flag. 
I can't t- I can't tell you like which direction a French flag is supposed to sit, but I know what a Belgian flag looks like. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So I think maybe yeah. So I, I'm guessing she was Belgian, Belgian ish, whatever they call them. So first impression, absolutely atrocious. Okay. They're rem- they're remodeling. So like you open up the door and like the hallway is dark and at the end is like the plastic hanging curtains with like holes to walk through. <laughs> yep, yep. Immediately off to your side is like a some massive plastic thing on its side blocking access to an aquarium with fish in it. And like the actual gaming store portion is also blocked off by plastic. Like yeah. horrendous first impression. Yeah. You walk in and this store is tiny. Mm-hmm. Like Half of the basement I'm currently in tiny because okay. they're remodeling. They to just be, have the actual store open. Yeah. To be fair, Dungeon's End feels a lot like that when you walk in the front door. Yeah. Until you realize like how much is like beyond like, that. Oh, it, like it literally on the other side of this wall where I walked in at, there's a, another huge section. Yeah. So like it just feels tiny and I walk in and like everything just looks like cramped and it's like kind of dark because, you know, like I said, they're remodeling. There's not like a lot of light coming in from outside what is directly up above you. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, this seems kind of weird. Boy, howdy. Never judge a book by its cover. <laughs> I turn to the side and I'm like, oh, look, a magic case. And I see Volcanic Island, Badlands, Volcanic Island, Nether Void. Oh. I'm just like. I didn't bring enough money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the owner lady, she, like, so, like, yeah. we're talking to the lady, like, oh, hey, we've never been here before. She's like, well, I'm really sorry you chose this is your first time to ever come here. We're remodeling, but hey, thanks for really coming in. Like, yeah. and she, she seemed genuinely happy that we showed up. Oh, that's good, at least, I guess. <laughs> I mean, it's like, it's a game store at one o'clock in the afternoon on a Sunday. Yeah. She's probably expecting no business. Like yeah, they're remodeling. Yeah, yeah. She's probably like she's probably expecting this whole thing just be a massive loss, right? Mm-hmm. So like I just immediately start looking at Magic Card. She's like, "Oh, so what formats do you play?" I'm like, I, "I'm like I literally play everything. Like that's just who I am." But the you only know? thing is not vintage, and that's not because I don't want to. It's because I can't afford power. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because I don't own power is literally the only reason I don't play vintage. Yeah, and no one else around here plays vintage. But yeah, yeah. I so play, like we I play proxy vintage with you. Yeah, so she she asked like the one employee. She's like, "Oh, where do we keep all like the binders of like stuff?" So like she like shows me the binders, and she's like talking to me about like kind of like things that I do. And yeah, and I, I I tell her that I just like on Wednesday literally finished paying off a tabernacle, mm-hmm. and she's like, "Oh, really?" I'm like, "Yeah, it's only Italian, but it's still sweet." It's like she grabs like another binder and like flips to one page. She like like this one she points at an actual factual English tabernacle, tabernacle. at Pendrel Vale, oh, and I'm like. Yeah, exactly like that. Holy shit. She's like, yeah, my husband just acquired it recently. And like, you know, and she's like, obviously, it's not one of those things you necessarily like see very often, but it's very much an investment. I'm like, yep, that is exactly (laughs) what that card is. Uh And like, so I go through, I'm like looking through their, their singles and all that. And like, suddenly this is everything I was hoping the other store was. Like I get, I'm I want like an animate dead for that uh, the commander league. Me and my friends are doing, yep. and like I find a Drolf's messenger, which I've been looking for for um, the Yogmoth, my Yogmoth deck, and like I get like the I'm still missing a lot of the cavaliers from. Mm-hmm. 
M20 the stuff for like standard purposes like they have that in the case and, like I'm like suddenly I'm finding all these singles I've been wanting in this literal hole in the wall <laughs> like tiny little store and like the lady is so ridiculously friendly and like she just keeps me engaged the whole time talking to me mm-hmm. and like it seems like you can tell she's really really happy that we're there yeah and I spend more time, I probably spend about as much time in this store looking at cards as I did in the entire other store looking at everything else. <laughs> right? Uh-huh. Because, like, this is literally what I wanted to do. Like, my hope was to go down to, um, that, that go down to Albert Lee and, like, go to these stores and find cards I couldn't find up here anymore. Yeah. Because, you know, like... There, there's not that many Cavaliers, which are a Mythic from M20, floating around the Duluth area. That's yep. just how Mythics go, right? Like, <laughs> I'm hoping to find this stuff. And suddenly this store is, like, giving me everything I wanted. And, you know, the lady's like, oh, if you come back in, like, you know, I like a month or two, whatever it was, you know, we're going to be doing, like, giveaways and stuff for our uh, first year anniversary of being open. And, you know, the remodeling is supposed to be done soon and all that, like. I get the feeling she really, really wants me there, and I wish it didn't require driving for four freaking hours just to get <laughs> there. Like it's the same with the Ashland store, right? Yeah, I would love to go there more, but it's but it's a hour and a half trip to get out there. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like. <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah, I wound up like uh, I buy a green, a blue, a black cavalier i buy like two more uh force of vigors that i want for edh stuff i buy an animate data drops messenger like all this like sweet stuff i'm like i and like i said like i literally as i'm there i th- she's pricing all of her stuff based off tcg player because mm-hmm. i the first there's no price on anything i just straight up asked her like what do you do your pricing at she's like tcg player i'm like sweet so it's really easy for me to check and see how much stuff's gonna cost me yeah I'm not gonna lie. I'm standing there and I do a price check on Badlands just to see. Like, I'm just like, 250. Can't quite afford that shit. <laughs> <laughs> like not with what I still have on me, right? Like yeah. the money in my wallet still has to last me through another week and a half. So <laughs> look at you being all adultish. Mm-hmm. Uh. But it was just like I really liked how. Even though the place didn't look like much because of the remodeling and all that, like it just felt like she wanted people there. Like, yeah. she obviously she, like she's personally invested in that place succeeding. Mm-hmm. But it's like it was just awesome and just like talking about stuff and you know like any question I had, like it definitely seemed like she also wanted me to just buy stuff because duh, I mean, duh, yeah. You know, I'm like looking at, uh, I'm like looking at what they have available for like playmat stuff in case they have anything sweet, and they really don't. But she's like, oh, we have like this one. And she shows me like a two player playmat from a dual deck release thing and all that stuff. And mm-hmm. yeah, I don't think she was expecting someone to roll in on a Sunday afternoon and drop a hundred dollars. So yeah, right. drop I, I hope I made her day at least. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, man. Well, that's. That's pretty sweet, though. Like, so I mean, like overall, like neither of those places were a bad experience by any means. Like, no, not in the slightest, right? It like, like, it was like slightly less optimal is about all you could say. Yeah, so, like, know. like I said, like I really liked how it felt like people wanted me to be at the second one. I really liked all the other non-magic related stuff at the first one. Mm-hmm. 
And I'm sure, like, if I got to know the people, they'd be a little bit better for, like, conversing and stuff. And yeah, but, you know... Obviously, I'm, I'm just, like, a random nobody who strolled into their store and started, like, looking at all their other random stuff, but... Yeah, but random nobody spend money. Exactly. But it, it also didn't seem like they... The people who were playing seemed inclined to talk to Brian either, and Brian is supposed to be, like, a super common regular there. Hmm. So it just seemed like it almost seemed like they were they just didn't want to talk to anyone who wasn't playing in the event. Maybe I don't know. Maybe he didn't know them, and there's just a bunch of random nobodies themselves. But there, I'm sure there's a reason. But yeah, I mean, obviously, it's not it's not it didn't wasn't like a bad experience. It was just like a, all right, yeah, like, it's just less than optimal from the other one. Like yep, <laughs> you know, hmm. that's, that's cool. I mean. Yeah, as I said, it's not often we get out to different game stores. Like, usually if we go somewhere else, like, um, uh, it's... Oh, before it's, I forget. Uh, oh, sorry. The second store was actually called Fett's Hut. Fett's Hut? Yep. F-E-T-T okay. Hut. I'm, I'm looking it up really quick here. Fett's Hut, very, Austin, Minnesota. Yep, very obviously yep. a... Star Wars reference. Yep, obviously. It's it's very near the Spam Museum if if you're looking for it. Uh two blocks yes, away. Actually. Uh, I pulled is... it up on maps here, so I'm looking. Yep. <laughs> so yeah. So we'll th- we'll throw them some some love on our podcast so everybody can hear it, right? Yeah. Um but yeah, Austin, Minnesota. Okay. Yeah, Fett's Hut. Okay. Yeah, cool. But so as I was saying, that was far more interesting than you interrupting me. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> But, like, we don't get out to other stores that often. No. Like, so, um, like, it's, um, I just lost my train of thought completely. But, like, so it's always cool when we get to do stuff like this. Because usually when we, if we go somewhere else, it's for an event or something like that. Or you're doing something else so you don't get to play in an event or whatever like that. Like, I'd like to do more of this, like go out to stores and stuff. That's why I was like super stoked when I was like, had to work in Ashland that one time. And I'm like, Oh, I'm going to go to a different store here and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Or like, I mean, it'd be cool. Like if you're somebody who, ha- who like goes different places and stuff like that to take the opportunity, like I'm, uh, uh, that one time we had the UFC fighter, uh, at our store. Uh, cause he was doing a seminar at the gym. I had went to for a while. Um, Oh my gosh. Uh, no, I can't remember his name. Big Ben. That's all I can think of his name. Um, <laughs> I remember you mentioning yeah. it. I, I remember you're like, like you were, you were talking about how you were like geeking out about it, but you didn't want yeah. to be a, like, you didn't want to bother him. Sorry. I'm like, and I'm yeah. just like, I'm just like, I don't know who this person yeah, is. When he, when he left finally, I, I went and said, I'm like, you know, it's awesome that you came to our store and like, you're a fucking beast of a man. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, but he's like, yeah, Ben, uh, he, yeah, he used to be when, at the time he was like a, um, top 10 ranked fighter even and stuff like that. Um, and he actually changed his name. He, his name is uh, spelt incorrectly on the um, uh, uh, Wizards event reporter. <laughs> I don't know really? if I can say that out loud. Because so so here's the thing: like he he doesn't want to be picked out as the thing. Like yep. like he wants to just go and play magic at a store, and that's why he I didn't want to bother him either. Like I because the guy who ran the gym that we had managed him and kind of like mm-hmm. you know it would say that he's like you know he's like yeah like obviously he made he, he just was like whatever with this magic crap but like we'd say that it's like yeah when ben goes to a store he just wants to like go there and play magic he doesn't want to have to like you know be be somebody kind of famous if that makes sense 
Yeah, he like, did. He doesn't. He doesn't want the Cassius Clay treatment at that one Grand Prix. Yeah, where they're just like, oh my god, Cassius Clay, pro football players playing in this Grand Prix, and then he just like they put him in a round one feature match. It's like he does. I doubt he wants this shit. Yeah, right? like, <laughs> and so like, because like the store he plays at normally at his home in his hometown, mm-hmm. he's he's just, you know, he's Big Ben, the guy who comes and plays Magic. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's what he's known at there, but like. You know, when he goes to the other places, like, sometimes that will happen to him and stuff. So he kind of tries to stay incognito a little bit. And it's like, that's why I didn't want to, like, out him there and be like, oh, my God. Like, <laughs> you could yeah. literally kill me. <laughs> yeah. But, like, so he, um, uh, like, but, like, you know, he gets, to, he was doing a seminar here and stuff like that. But, like, he goes different places for stuff. Like, that'd be cool to be able to, like, see different game stores and stuff like that from a different perspective. Like, to get around to my point, actually. You know. I mean that was that was honestly one of my biggest disappointments when we went to Grand Prix Minneapolis is oh, that yeah. we didn't go to a different store for F and M. Yeah. Like I understand there was things going on a Friday mm-hmm. and like it's basically like those two wanting to do a PPTQ or whatever it was mm-hmm. at the time. Like, you know, is why we didn't go. Because like if we're gonna go, I think we should all have gone. Yeah, you know, I suppose. Just as like this nice and big thing we could all go together. But like the fact we didn't do that disappointed me a lot. Eh, I don't know. Like it's one of those things that's like I I don't like I feel like splitting my brain like that would have been like way more stressful on me than it actually realistically should have been like going to an F&M and a Grand Prix going to an F&M at a different store because I have to acclimate to two different places like it, it sounds really weird I know but like I I stressed a lot about even going to the Ashland store like I'm I you are not a social butterfly. I really am not. Like as as one of the people I you know I, I actually I think is what I, I said to you or something like when somebody said that it's like I'm a people person but I'm not a people person. Mm-hmm. Like so it's really kind of tough for me sometimes when I, like if I have to do things like that. Um, so like yeah I don't know but so I don't know it's cool that you got to see some other stores and unfortunately you didn't get to like play events or F and M's or anything but. I mean, whatever, right? Yeah. Like, I, we the point wasn't to go down there and play magic. The point was to go down there and see her family, and the fact that me and her family are connected on magic, which is like the universal connection of everything, as far as I'm concerned at this yeah, point, yeah, was is just like a really, really good bonus, right? Like, mm-hmm. it makes it really easy to identify with each other when we have yeah. such a powerful co- like bond. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but all right. I suppose we've we've been going at this pretty pretty good here. So I um, talked a lot about that other story. Apparently. Yeah, no, that's hey, that's that's all right. You know, so well we're, we'll wrap this one up then. So I'm uh, if you want to shoot some feedback, you can say, I oh, I actually sorry. have one other thing I want to talk about. Oh, okay. Well, this 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 go for it. This is this is not magic related. Okay, you actually brought it up. Oh shit! What did I do? We uh-huh. went to the spam museum. Oh. Sweet. How was it? It was. On it was honestly, I expected it to be a lot more weird. Spam is one of those things that is far more interesting than it should be. A lot of people give spam a lot of hate. They should not. Like spam is a wonderful thing. It it, it is absolutely is wonderful. It is literally just a com a weird combination of pork and ham. Oh yeah, it is. That's all it is. Like. That's all it is. Everyone's like, oh, it's made of like, like, no, it's literally pork, pork shoulder and, yep, and, and ham, ham ass. And mixed and like, like mixed together. Uh, yeah. And it's ground up and, and salted really heavily and packaged so that it 
keeps a long time because it was yeah. designed for the military mostly. Yeah, and like here's the thing: it's salted really heavily, which yep. means it's delicious. delicious. I love, ah, oh, dude, I love spam. Yeah, yeah like I'm, uh, my brother, uh, when he was in scouts, uh, stayed at a scout camp with a group of, or with his troop who stayed with a group from Austin, Minnesota, actually. And, and they're just they like were very proud of their spam. Like, boy, yeah. howdy, look at our uh, spam! Like, yeah, like, and, yeah, like yeah. the guy at the greeting counter yeah. was freakishly excited. Like, he was super into getting people excited about spam, and it was just like one of the best things ever. Like, yeah. like we spent like we actually went to like the World War II section to like learn about like hauling spam to yeah. like the people out there and shit. The and, big tins of spam, yeah. Yeah, like all this crazy shit. There was a there was like a play area for children oh, that God. like I went into just for the sake of going into to look at. There was no children there. I want to go to this place now. Like I've never been there. Like, but, like... it was a lot smaller than I thought it would be. Uh-huh. But here's the thing, right? It's spam. How much can you really have in there? Mm-hmm. Like there's a lot of like really sweet facts. Like I think it said like Singapore goes through an average of sixteen cans per person annually. That's a lot of spam. Well, and you know what? Um, one of the best things ever, when we were in Hawaii, they are nanners about spam there. Spam? Like, yeah, there was a thing there that is basically like spam is the reason why Hawaiians didn't starve to death during World War II. Basically, and actually, it's a big, yeah, it's a big cultural thing because of the, the military, the heavy military presence over there. And, and they had a lot of spam during World War II, and it was a very, very important place during World War II. And like, yeah. yeah, every breakfast we have had spam there. It was awesome. <laughs> yeah, there's uh, there's like some Hawaiian dish that apparently is like Obama's favorite meal to eat when he's on vacation in Hawaii. Oh, man. Yeah. Like some spam based Hawaiian dish. And it's just like, <laughs> well, that's sweet. Mm-hmm. I got the thing that freaked me out the most when we were there, though, mm-hmm. is suddenly out of nowhere, this like 60 year old lady appears with a tray of spam uh-huh. with pretzel stick shoved in it she's like would you like a sample of spam and i was like like no like i'm like no thank you because i like my spam thin cut and cooked a little bit longer than most people you like it crispy right yeah i like yeah. it crispy and these are like very like these are cubes like not cooked the See, way i like so i just, i like I just my spam like that to be honest too like i have so the weirdest thing i have is i have this spam dish that i found that's basically you like cook spaghetti and then you fry up spam with the spaghetti with soy sauce and sesame seeds and a lot of like pepper and it, uh-huh. it's like this like spam stir fry like noodle like noodles dish it's awesome but sorry <laughs> and it's like big cubes of spam huh, now i'm hungry yeah so like she just appears out of nowhere and i'm just like no i'm good i just wander into the children's area so she won't follow me i don't even know where this woman appeared from like she appeared and suddenly i smelled cooked spam it's and like, like like my girlfriend had never eaten spam before in her life really so she said yes to the lady and tries it and like the lady gives her this huge freaking sticker that said i tried spam for the first time at the spam <laughs> that, museum that is prime oh my <laughs> it's god just like, and like this lady is full of so many puns it's ridiculous she's like would you like a spample would you like to join the spamily of spam eaters it's like oh my, i'm like in the children's area hiding laughing Screw like, this. We are like, all right, <laughs> I am planning a vacation to Austin, Minnesota, so my child can go. He loves spam, by the way. Oh, that's a good thing. I know. Like, uh, but. like so like, she's like, this lady is full of so many puns, and like, by the time I turn around, she's just disappeared again. 
I have no idea where she even cooked this shit. She just appeared, she just appeared out and of heaven. disappeared with spam. <laughs> it's like, oh my god. So, like, we go into the... There's, like, the spam gift center. Yep. And there is, I shit you not, 30 different designs of t-shirts, all that say spam and something related oh, to spam on gosh. them. On my desk sitting right now, I have one of those, like, hard foam squishy things. Uh-huh. Of a flying pig wearing sunglasses named Spammy. <laughs> is that why you sorry? Oh my god. So like I've been squeezing this thing. Like this is like my current fidget cube that doesn't make any noise. Oh thank god. Okay. Like I I bought uh apparently Spam has like a knight in shining armor. That's like their current spokesperson guy. Like or mm-hmm. it was like a spokesperson like the nineties. I bought a bobblehead of that for my girlfriend just because I felt like it. Like they had like spam slicers. You could buy for thirty three dollars mm-hmm. a twelve pack of spam of twelve different flavors. I saw so many people buying that it was freakish. <laughs> I feel like you just get freaked out by a lot of things. <laughs> Some things just blow my mind. Like oh, A, why are you buying a twelve pack of spam to try it? Like, B, that's a lot of goddamn spam. Mm. It's never going to go bad, but that's a lot of goddamn spam. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Now I want to have spam. I'm going to have spam one of these days. But, yeah. Okay. On that note, <laughs> we're going to wrap this thing up because we went way over time. Actually, not way over time, but a little over time with them uh, talking about spam, which is not a bad thing. Yeah. So, uh, if you want to us <laughs> some feedback, you can uh, shoot us an email to uh, thelocalmeta at gmail.com. Uh, catch us on Twitter at the local meta PC. Check out the localmeta.com for all of our episodes, fun things, links to the Discord. Come hit us up, say hi. Um, and yeah, cool. That's it. John, anything else before we sign off here? Nope, I guess. All right, sweet. We will catch you next time. See you.